There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss the shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode two of season one of Ghost Wars. All right. So first episode was weird, and oh, guess what? Second episode was weird. So <laughs> let's talk about these ratings that you had. All right. Episode two had a 0.10 in adults 18 to 49 and 0.505 million viewers, making it the 103rd cable show of the day. Uh, your adults 18 to 49 was exactly the same as episode one, and the viewers actually creeped up. That's good. Very good. All right. So let's jump into episode two, because like I said, weird just got weirder. That is not the title of it. I wish that would be the title of one of these, because that would make my day. But episode two, The Ghost in the Machine. Roguish smuggler Billy sails into Port Moore to find his hometown disturbed by recent events. And as he moves to distribute his latest shipment, his beloved boat and only escape is overtaken by the presence of his past. Well, you're thinking, okay, a boat's coming in. We're going to be able to do something. Oh, if it were only that easy. Yes. <laughs> well, the bridge is still out. Not just out, it's destroyed. It's not yeah. like, you know, the bridge gate isn't coming down or something. This is something to a whole nother level. Right. Uh but Roman is at the bridge with Norm. And he's like, can you see the bridge is destroyed? He's like, yeah. So we're finding out that maybe they've either, they being the ghost, have either given up or maybe the closer you are to to Roman and the more you're talking to him, maybe you're able to see the reality around you. Because That's a very interesting idea. Yeah, because Roman, Roman's just like, they're not, they have not given up. Oh, look, there's one behind you. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. But Norm feels it, he just doesn't see it. Right. So maybe, yeah, there's some kind of protection or something. I have no idea. Right. Who knows? Maybe there is a, a little bit of a psychic link that can be had just being in proximity to Roman. Like a buffer. Or something. Yeah. I don't know, because then Norm mentions that he saw Jed Tucker leaving the marina on his boat. Well, who's Jed? You don't know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so Roman's all like, well, if he makes it across, oh, well, it's only 150 miles to the next town. So it's going to be a week or more before any help gets here. Well, maybe, maybe they can sail south to Canada. It's like, oh, sure. Why not? Why not have this idiot risk open waters? Right. 
And we immediately find out why, because we cut to the Copperhead Rose, the smuggling boat, under the employ of a research company called Lambda, is making a return visit to Port Moore to unload its cargo when it navigates through surreal sea. Yeah, and it's not just like, oh, look, there's a dead whale. No. No. The bay is full of them. So... My question, when I seen that, are the whales real, or is it the ghosts doing that, like, turn back now, or what the heck could have caused the whales to die, all of those whales to die? Right, yeah, and we don't know. I mean, because up to this point, we figure the ghosts are able to get into a person's head and make them see things that aren't there. Right. So we have to assume that At this point in time, those whales are just an illusion inside both Billy and Chewie's head. Yeah, I'm sorry, we didn't mention that. Every first officer on the boat is called Chewie. Absolutely. (laughs) I'm like, really? Okay, we'll go with it. It's kind of funny, though, especially because he's a smuggler. Yeah. (laughs) And I do hope everybody listening got that reference. (laughs) If not, I guess I can explain. Because even though they didn't name it the Millennium Falcon, come on. He's a smuggler. His first mate is Chewy. I hope you understand where we're going. If not, you have to Google all of those together because I'm not going any further. Yeah, exactly. We find out the boat captain's name is Billy. And, oh, he's the mayor's brother. And also, they're not getting along so hot. Is it because he's a smuggler? Is it because of other reasons? Because, man, she's hostile. Oh, absolutely. And then, weird and random, the mayor's daughter is drawing pictures, and she's like, who's that? And she's like, oh, I'm drawing Trevor. Well, we find out Trevor has been missing for, like, ten years, and the mayor thinks that Billy told them about Trevor, and it turns out that Trevor is the younger brother. And obviously, with him missing, we don't know what happened, but she seems to blame Billy. Right. So he's like, I'm just trying to drop off my stuff and get the hell out. And she's like, good, go. Yeah. With their little, (laughs) you know, back and forth there. Oh, man. Yeah, you family know, drama to the max here. And not just that, this mayor is something else. <laughs> she really is. I I can't deal with that woman. She, ugh. I just want to slap her. Is that wrong? Even before no, knowing about be, this. Right, no, she is. This character that Luvia is playing is, at this point in time, super annoying. Yes, yeah, she is. But we'll see how long that lasts. Probably too long for my liking. Yeah, probably. But anyway, so Billy heads up to Lambda to drop off his cargo. And at the front gate, he's being turned around saying nobody can come in. And of course, there's some tension between Phil, who's at the front, and Billy. Big surprise. Right. Somebody else that Billy uh, doesn't get along with. Right. Okay. Is it the whole town or... uh... I'm thinking probably so. And Billy gets out of his truck, and here comes Landis. So we're finally seeing her, and she's like, nobody can come in. There was an earthquake, and I can't pay you right now. And so he's kind of ticked off. Right. 
but why can't she pay him? That's a really good question. She doesn't explain that at all. No. So he's like, all right, back to the boat, put this on, and we'll figure something else out. But, oh, we can't just leave. Of course not. No. The engine's not working. It's like, oh, great. Well, why don't you try to fix it? Well, there's a novel idea. Because obviously (laughs) I was not trying to do that, and I was just kind of chilling out and just waiting for you to come back and tell me to fix the boat. (laughs) So Billy heads to the bar for a drink. And I'm sorry, but really, Billy? Captain Obvious? Duh. Okay, just duh. Roman comes in and takes two shots and tells Billy that a ghost is following him. Oh, really? Billy asks Roman if the ghost has red hair and points to the picture behind the bar. Those we have lost. And sure enough, that's who it is. Well, I thought Roman didn't get a chance to tell him. Right. Yeah, you're right. Because all of a sudden you have Mr. McDouchebag. Yes. Who's like, he needs to leave. He needs to leave now. And oh, right. Billy's asking him and Roman's trying to, to tell him, you know, I can help you, but you need to get me out of here. And the townie is just getting louder and louder. You need to leave. And he starts counting. Really? Right. Is he yeah. a little kid? Is this a little kid who suddenly, you know, is in trouble? Because maybe he's trying to work his way off of the island and you're being a jerk. I can't stand this guy in this, but I love him in Dirk Gently. Go figure. Right. Ugh. <sighs> <sighs> So, we have Reverend Dan also pop up this episode, which I was waiting for him to pop up. Yes, we got to have our Reverend Dan sighting in every episode. He comes up to Billy, who happens to be outside of the church after the whole little back and forth with Roman. And he's like, oh, why don't you come in? And Billy's like, yeah, no. Not a religious person, I take it. No, but I was wondering why he was there. But maybe he was there more because of the cemetery next door? Uh, could be, but I really think he wanted um, some advice and somebody he could talk to that probably wouldn't judge him. Well, I don't think Roman's judging, I'll tell you that. Right. No, Roman wouldn't, but I think having that a second opinion that tends to uh, validate what you're thinking goes a, a long way. Mm-hmm. And so Billy asks him what happens to people after they die. And, of course, Dan says, okay, who you, who have you seen? Which is interesting, because if that's the first thing you're going to, you know, that <laughs> somebody says to you, you think he would have looked more shocked. Right. But he didn't. Just like, I no, mean. because he's already seen a lot, so. I just think I would be shocked if somebody said that to me. Especially a. Um, a priest. Man of the cloth. Right. <laughs> oh, what guy. Oh, which one of the dead are you seeing? It's like, wait, what? Yeah. I mean, assuming that most people know both about Roman and what happened previously, you know, in Billy's life. Right. So, I I mean, maybe it's not too much of a stretch for the Reverend to say this. Or, actually, if he's Catholic, he's a priest. He's not a Reverend, right? Right. I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's kind of funky. I still think I would look a little bit more surprised than Billy did. Right. But apparently he's he's not so weirded out because he's like, um, yeah, I seen Trevor. It's like, oh, okay. 
maybe you should listen to Roman. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> Do you mean like Romans chapter something something? Oh no, <laughs> just Roman? Okay, throw me for a loop there, preacher. Yeah. Next thing we know, we have Billy knocking on Marilyn's door to bring her some meds that she needs from, was it Canadian meds? I think so. So why is he sneaking her medication? I was like, okay. Yeah, wasn't sure where that was coming from, but we find out another reason why he's there. Right, he wants to see his nieces, and she's like, mm, you know she doesn't like you to see him. But the girls are in the window, so he Marilyn closes the door, but the girls are waving at him and he you know, kinda of making faces back and forth, and she doesn't stop them. Right. So at least you know she, whatever is going on, she's not angry with him. Right. So then we go over to all of a sudden the only sh- well, I guess he's sheriff now, right? <laughs> the only deputy we have left. Right. Norm knocking on Billy's door on the boat, and in walks him and Val, and... As Landis runs to hide. Okay, you know what? I'm like, there was a woman there. Who was it? I didn't realize it was Landis. Yes, it was. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. And he's like, uh, we have some questions. You have to come with us, because Trevor's body was washed up on shore. And uh, Billy, I think at this point, is all of us. He's like, that's not possible. It's been 10 years. Like there should be absolutely nothing left of his body. Right. It's been in the the water for 10 years. And, of course, they go over to the morgue, and there's the body with no deterioration. Right. Okay, this has got to be another illusion. I was just like, what the heck is happening? And then, of course, Val's like, well, you can do tests, right, to see if he was, like, kept in a freezer or something. So not only... Do you hate your brother? You think that he was, like, psychotic and kept your other brother in a freezer. Right. Wow. That's saying a lot about your personality. Yes, it does. And something that she's been carrying for at least ten years. Right. And she's like, I want to know the truth. And, of course, you know, our mortician is not a pathologist. She's like, this isn't what I do. Right. I do not know how to do any of this. but. Strangely enough, they just kind of let him go. Because, I mean, what are you going to do? You you don't have anything. You have nothing to hold him on. You have nothing to really question him on other than his statement from previous. But, I mean, granted, there's not a statute of limitations if we're saying murder. Right. But you don't know what it is. And it looks like nothing's wrong with the body. Yeah. So this is a weird one. And I don't really know where they think they're going with it. So Billy goes to... Try to start the boat up because obviously his second or his first mate just didn't know what to do, right? He didn't hit the right buttons. Uh, Yeah, no, he (laughs) did not because it started and got his arm caught and that was the last we saw of Jimmy. Which I'm assuming, again, all the ghosts. Right, absolutely. Well, this is just, it's just, it's weird. Like, there's no other words for this because... Then I'm thinking, okay, so Billy's obvious gonna he's going to see Chewie, right? Because that's right. who just died. But that isn't who he's seeing. It's something else. Yeah. And I'm assuming this is Trevor. And he's got, like, a crab or something coming out of his mouth, which freaked me the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, what, what is that? Oh, my God. 
Yeah. And he's like swinging at it with this giant wrench. And that was a giant wrench. Yes, it was. And he ends up hitting something else on the boat instead. I'm like, oh, great. He's going to end up messing up his boat. That's going to be the whole thing. That's what I assumed. Right. But that, you know, we kind of leave Billy swinging at a ghost that's not there. Right. As Roman walks on a trail, only to have a kid throw stones at him. Right. And what are we? Like five? What is going yeah. on? Gotta be meatloaf's boy. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That would actually make sense. Yeah, more than likely. And so Billy comes up and asks if everything's okay. And so they head to the bar, and Billy tells Roman he thinks a spirit is on his boat. And he wants Roman to get rid of it, and in turn he will let Roman come with him when he leaves. Billy says that the ghost is his little brother. So, win-win here, right? Get rid of the ghost, and Roman gets out? Yeah. So Roman's all for it, even though he's not real confident that he can actually get the ghost off the boat. Because mm-hmm. he's never done this. It's worth a shot. <laughs> yeah. So they go to the mortician to see Trevor's body again, and they instead see a porpoise. So everybody's freaked out. Yeah. Okay, so... Maybe the ghost can kill uh, things in the ocean, in the water, because that actually was a dead porpoise. And made everybody believe it was Trevor. So that's interesting. It's not even just affecting one person. No, it was affecting, what, five people? Yes. Yes, I just counted out loud. Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, at least. That's pretty messed up. Indeed it is. Now, Marilyn goes to Billy and tells him she is sorry invites him over to the house billy asks roman why it went after his crewman and roman tells him he thinks he can get rid of it i mean he also tells him you know they don't have emotions like us they're not driven by love and hate and fear right although i feel like hate is driving most of them right now yes yes anything to get back to people who are living right you need to come to the dark side <laughs> we do kind of have like this cute moment where Billy's talking to his nieces and, and, you know, they're like, do you like make a lot of money? And, you know, he's like, well, sometimes, sometimes I don't make any money. So I have to be real careful. And just kind of a moment where obviously they don't get to talk much. So they just had like a regular, like, Hey, what have you been up to? Kind of thing. Right. And then Marilyn, Marilyn's like, you need to talk to him. You need to talk to Billy. And Val's like, yeah, I do. Why don't you go do the dishes and put the girls to bed? It's like, yeah, really? I don't know. We might be fighting over that, but you know, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So Billy ends up telling Val that Trevor actually never fell off the boat. They were hazing him the same way that their dad did to him. And all of a sudden there was this, these crazy waves from a storm. And then Trevor was just gone. He wasn't in the little like dinghy that they thought he'd be in. Right. And so he finally tells the truth. Now, had he told the truth all those years ago, I still don't think she would have been okay with it. Probably not. I don't know. I feel like even though she's like, well, I'm glad you told me. Like, eh, really? I still feel like you're going to blame him for a whole lot of stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think that will immediately repair their relationship or anything. I just think it relieves her mind that he wasn't killed intentionally. Okay. 
And I think that maybe helps Billy some because, you know, right. he's been holding on to that for. Yes, a long time. Uh, yeah. And he definitely needed to get that out in the open. Well, Roman's going to try to get the ghosts off the boat. And I kind of, I kind of thought it was interesting because he's on the boat and he's like, uh, he's going to be with me from now on. So he can't hurt him. You know, he's right. just talking to the ghosts and they seem to be like, okay, bye. Yeah. They just, it just disappears. He didn't do the weird eye thing like in the first one. Right. And I'm like, oh, is it over? Yeah, this, <laughs> what the hell is going on here? Like, that was a little anticlimactic. Yeah, but we find out why. Because Val has figured out that maybe this has got to do with the original owner of the boat. And her and Norm go to Mr. Guller's place and find him playing hangman. Literal. I was kind of freaked out. I'm like, oh my god, did the ghost do that? Right. Very well could have caused him to do that. But, oh man. So, I love it because Val's like, alright, we need to cut him down. We're not leaving him like that. And Norm's right. like, oh, maybe we should wait. And it's like, we're cutting him down. So, as they cut him down, she goes, was it her that went to go look for a sheet to cover him up? Yes. And then suddenly, Norm starts seeing Goler. With all this weird stuff, like, carved in him. Right. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. I'm like, what is that supposed to be? That was freaking me out. So then I was thinking, again, maybe it was something that the ghost caused him to do. Right. And so Goler's, like, walking around and then running away because Norm starts shooting at it. Which I'm just going to say that Norm is a horrible shot. You are a deputy and you missed (laughs) this person. Like, what, five feet away from you? That is horrible. Although, it's good. Yeah. Because it was Val, it wasn't Goler. But Norm was seeing Goler, and all this craziness happens, and and finally, like, Val jumps on him and gets the gun away. And she's like, what are you doing? And Norm's like, I was shooting at Goler. She's like, you were shooting at me! So it's a back and forth there, and, you know, they're walking away, they're like, and Val still is not believing in ghosts. Right, until she turns around and Goer's right there. Right. And she pulls her gun out and shoots at him. And it turns out she shot Norm in the arm. Which, again, right. these people are horrible shots. Horrible shot. Better for them, but I'm just like, wow. You guys need some gun training. I don't know. Yes. And we cut back to Billy, who has left Roman on the pier telling him the town needs him as he crosses the end of the town and you kind of see the boat go through a energy field. Yeah, so I was like, oh, God, nobody's going to be able to find them because of this. Right, but as soon as he looks up, he's headed right back into port. So, yeah, that energy field is like, you ain't going anywhere, buddy. No, not at all. (laughs) And he just, you see him, his head goes down on the... So apparently you can come in, but you can't go out. Yeah. Which makes Welcome to the Hotel California. Right. Makes me wonder about that other person who went out on a boat then. Right. Where is yeah. he? Jed Tucker probably is somewhere back on the island. Or losing his mind going around in a circle until yes. he's out of gas or whatnot. Yeah. Abandoned his boat and jumped into the water and You never know what imagine got <clears throat> imagining getting Eaten by sharks. Right. Interesting. So, like I said, weirder and weirder. 
So we have another character, which I'm assuming is going to be a main character. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, yes, we're building, and the weirdness just keeps going. So, right. will Val finally come to terms with ghosts? I believe so. I think that now that she's seen one, and her brother's seen one, the Reverend's seen one, and Roman has seen him, and Norma's seen him, I think she's going to say, okay, we have a problem here. We'll see. Yes. So what do you guys think? Contact us through email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Uh, you can find everything over on fangirlzone.com, of course, all our contacts, and you can tweet with us. And unfortunately, most of the time, I'm not able to tweet because of my work schedule. So Steve will be between FGZ Podcast on Twitter or Sell Your Steve. So look for both and uh, let us know what you think. We want to know what you guys are thinking of this, other than just how dreamy Roman's eyes are. But (laughs) (laughs) don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes and any other podcatcher that you're finding us on. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast. And some new information has come to light for us. So, you probably know that we have a Facebook page for Fangirl Zone. Steve tends to post a lot of stuff when Sci-Fi releases information. He'll post it up there. But apparently they're changing their algorithms yet again. And if we're not Not. advertising, you're not going to see the stuff we're putting up there. So you might want to actually go maybe once a week, check out the stuff we put there, or just check out our Facebook, I mean, our webpage, since Facebook seems to be getting to where it's going to be a little tougher for us to actually share stuff with the fans. We'll still put stuff there. You just may not be noticed. So, yeah, just take a gander every so often. All right. So, my fellow nerdlets, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean fangirl S. And I'm Steve. Why would a bunch of nerds need smugglers anyway? Hmm, that's the question. And until next time.